Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Do We Love It podcast. This is your host, Dr. Water with Lemon Recording Live. Um, we are in a different studio today. I'm actually riding shotgun, which is kind of nice. feel like a fancy pants. Uh, when I become filthy rich, I guess this will be my life because I'll have a driver. So just practicing getting used to that. Um... I have the Natterhorn with me, driving me around, and once again, we're recording on a different day, I think the last time we did this was a, it was not a Friday, so it's not a Philosophy Friday, it is a Sunday, um, I don't know what kind of the Sunday is, so maybe I'll think of it as we go, but I know we have been off schedule, Uh, I know that is not good if you are trying to grow your audience, but we are not trying to grow the audience. The audience is fine as is, so if you're tuning in, then we're good. Um, Alright, let's get into it. Do we love calling in sick when working from home? So, I had never heard of this until the big Rona hit. I thought this was a wild move. I first heard of it from The Lamb. So, The Lamb had a couple two-tree too many for his mom's birthday. They had dinner at home that night on, like, a Tuesday night. Got, Got wrecked on Tuesday. And then Wednesday, straight up, took a half day because he he was just too wrecked to work the second half of the day. Um, Wild move. Wild move. Because I would would just be at home and I just wouldn't work. But I wouldn't wouldn't say I was sick. I think it kind of depends on your plan. Uh, Me, on my plan, we have... All PTO, personal time, sick time, it's all combined into one one whole thing. So whether you go on vacation or you stay home sick, they, it's, they still penalize you the same amount of hours. So I guess if I had separate sick hours, I would consider using it. Um, Natterhorn, you have, you have like that unlimited, right? Yes. That's trash. So... So in theory, you could take as many sick days as you want. In theory. But I have to get it approved by a manager one month in advance. You have to be approved a month in advance to be sick? To take unlimited amount of time off. Gotcha. So, and then I had a coworker who did it uh, this past week. There, I was like, oh, where's this guy? And everyone was like, oh, he, he called in sick. I was like... What do you mean? We're working from home. And they were like, yeah, well, you know, like, when we're working, we have to be on the phone and make a lot of calls. So he didn't want to do that. I was like, then just don't do it, but tell people you did. Like, what What are you doing? So that was a little confusing. Um, so I guess there is some honor in it, but there is no honor in working for a corporation. So... 
I don't really understand the point. Um, like I said, if you if you're if you have buckets where the sick time falls into a different category, then I would consider doing it. But even then, I would still try and bank that and build it up. Um, so I'm out on it. Not for me. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get as much out of the corp as the corp is trying to get out of me. So I'm I'm out on that. Shout out to Lamb for going hard and also being an honorable gentleman. Still an absolutely outrageous move. One of the more outrageous moves I've ever heard. Uh, speaking of boozing, do we love White Claw slash Truly? So... This one has obviously taken, uh, it's gained a lot of momentum. This was a write-in from Shores, a name so weird that he doesn't even get a nickname on the podcast. So, I feel, I, I don't know if I've already talked about this. I feel like I did. But once again, like, I don't. A lot of times it's hard to remember what I said on the podcast versus what I've just, like, been shooting my mouth off about. Ooh, we're coming up on my guy! We got... If Cal Ripken Homeless Guy is out here today, I am going to be so fired up. We're coming up. Slowly approaching. Ooh, we have a red light. Natterhorn, right lane, right lane. Oh, no. He's not out here. Wow. It's usually always out here. I know. Yeah, that's too bad. It's too bad for him. Smallest denomination bill I had today was a $5 bill. So, it's all right. It's all right. Cal Ripken at some point had to take a day off. For all I know, I'm late. I'm normally, I normally see him at like 7 a.m. and it's noontime. So, that's not on him. That's on me. Hand up. Uh, so, anywho... Uh, hard seltzers, if you will, with malt liqueur. So, right off the bat, I was a hard no. I was a firm no. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of closed-minded when it comes to this stuff. Any, any type of beverage that has uh, a, a fruit-type flavor, like a sweet flavor, I'm very out on. This I've definitely brought up before. Everybody knows I like my beverages bitter. So I was I was pretty out on it to start. I had sips of some here and there. Didn't really move the needle for me. Um, I do respect how there are two grams of sugar in it. I, that's pretty low, so I do like that. Adderhorn, would you like to weigh in on this? <laughs> Sure. Um, I love White Claw. We had some yesterday uh, while we were having a nice picnic outside, and it was quite refreshing, and I forgot there was alcohol in it. Is that a good thing? Yes. See, that's where I I feel like I fall differently. I, when someone says, oh, this drink is so good and you can't even taste the alcohol, I'm like, well, I kind of want to. Like, I like... I, I prefer a stronger drink too. Like I would rather slow sip uh, a manly margarita that's 50% tequila and just have one or two instead of having 
eight manly margs that only have 20% tequila. But teach their own. Um, I do like the cans. I like tall, skinny cans in general. It kind of makes me feel like a giant. Uh, so that's always nice. It is a little pricey. Now, eh, you know, it's reasonable. It's reasonable. Um, so I have, I did have two yesterday. Those are my, those are the first two I've ever had a full can of. Because each time I've had sips of some. So I had the grapefruit yesterday, which I thought was, that was the best flavor profile by far. And then I had like a raspberry or some bullshit and that sucked. Um, so overall, I'd say I'm pretty out on it. One that I'm pretty open-minded to right now, I had a little bit of, I haven't had a full can. I might jump in at some point. Uh, is the high noons. So the high noons, they use actual vodka. These other ones, they use malt liquor. That's where the 5% booze comes from. The high noons, they use actual vodka. Um, the price point on them though is higher. So those are about $3 a can, sometimes $2.50 I've seen in stores, which a little pricey. A little pricey for one can, but it is much better. So I can see they are, well, yeah, I guess because White Claws and Trulies are probably about $1.60 a can, maybe $1.70 a can. So I would pay the $2.50 and, and go up for the high noon. But I also have a very, very limited sample size. Overall, do we love it? No. I can't wait for this fad to end because that's what it is. It's a fad. It will end. When are we going back to beer? Go back to beer. Um, nice little Bud Light. Actually, preferably a little Bush Light because it tastes just as good and it's about 20% cheaper. So I'm all in on that. Uh, so I'm ready for beer to come back. Um, I have actually been drinking a lot of cocktails lately uh, for two reasons. One, I have been watching Mad Men. And two, uh, I have time. I have nothing else to do. So it's not like, oh, I want to just grab a quick drink. It's like, oh, I literally have nothing to do for the next eight months. So maybe I will make a little cocktail. What cocktails have I been making, you ask? Good question. Uh, so the main one has been the Manly Marg, which is tequila, soda water, and half a lime. That's that's it. Uh, so I've been making that, and then I've been making uh, Bloody Maria's, or my version that I've been calling it is the uncomfortably spicy white trash Bloody Maria, which is essentially clamato juice, tequila, ice, and then anything else in your refrigerator that you want to pour in because the clamato juice neutralizes everything. So I've been going uh, a squeeze of lemon, squeeze of lime, wushashia shosh, um, horseradish, spicy pickle juice, tobacco sauce, celery salt, black pepper, and then for good measure, I throw in an actual spear spicy pickle, uh, 
a piece of Wisconsin beef jerky from Louie's and a cheese stick. Shout out Megan for stocking the fridge with cheese sticks. Um, and I usually wait until the end of the beverage to eat the hors d'oeuvres, if you will, because then it allows uh, the clamato juice to kind of sink in and really saturate it. So that's another one where those take, they don't take, now that you, I got it kind of dialed in, they don't take that long to make, but it's like, it's not so, the process itself of making the actual drink doesn't take long, but just having to pull 15 ingredients out of the cabinets, that's where like the time is. But like I said, got all the time in the world, so I'm all in on it. Um, so yeah, so, so far big fan of the uncomfortably spicy white trash Bloody Maria's. I'd recommend that. And then the Manly Marks have been great too. Um, in terms of making things because of an abundance amount of time, I have recently gotten into the sourdough bread game. Do we love baking sourdough bread? Um, this one is a little tougher to answer because it's a very love-hate relationship. We're very, me and, me and my dough are very fire and ice, I think is a good way to put it. Um, it's extremely time-consuming, that's, that's for starters. It takes me about two days. I have like a, I, I got a 36-hour recipe. Shout out to my oldest cousin, Kristen, who is, she's 10 years and seven days older than me to the day because she was born a week before me and 10 years. So she got me going on it, um, which I don't know if I should curse her or thank her. So sourdough is a lot more time consuming. From It's tough for me to say compared to other breads because this is the only one I've made. But sourdough requires a live culture like a live bacteria, if you will. So you have to kind of like, so I, I took, it took me a week just to get the starter going, which is the yeast. And then when you actually bake it, it takes two days. It's a lot of like stretching and flipping and moving the dough around to build up the gluten profiles. Uh, so if you have, if your dough is good, then it's not too bad, but I've been making some really shitty dough. So when you have shitty dough, it's like, extra sticky and it gets everywhere and all of a sudden before you know it every single dish towel in your house has dough all over it and then at the end what it's it's like if you have good dough it's easy to manage it's it's cleaner and it's just like a, a more enjoyable process and then on top of it when you actually cook the dough it cooks better. If you have shitty dough, you have a shitty time the whole time trying to manipulate it and it gets everywhere. And then when you go to cook it, it sucks. So it's like a lose-lose versus a win-win. Um, so I gotta get better at making the dough, which the problem, the issue I've had, it's kind of a blessing and a curse. My first batch 
has been my best batch. I've probably made it five times now. So the first time I made it, I was like, oh, this is great. This is like a great looking loaf. But I wasn't even that impressed because it was, I didn't know. I was just like, oh yeah, like everybody does this. This is easy. Like I'm going to do this all the time. This is mad easy. And then ever since then it sucks. So now I'm trying to get back to where I was when I started because I had the ultimate beginner's luck. And, but so had I done it shitty a couple of times, I probably would have just said, all right, I, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm over my head. Maybe I should just not do this. But now I know I'm, I, in theory, I'm capable of it. I don't know how to do it, but I know I can do it. I just don't know how to. Um, so, I mean, the, the best way I can equate it to, it would be like, Matterhorn, cover your ears. Be like going back to the single days when you go out and you're out all night and you get somebody's phone number because, but like the next day you're like, I don't know how I struck up that conversation. I don't know what I did. I don't know how to replicate it. That's the problem I'm having with the dough. So that's the problem. So do I love it? Yes, I do. I don't know what else to do. So, I feel like I'm in it for the long haul because also, like, I have the starter now and the starter is, like, the live culture that you have to keep alive. So, I can't just get rid of it and I have to keep feeding it and I got to keep it alive. Basically, having... Being a sourdough baker but, like, being bad at it... I'll use an analogy from The Sopranos. It's like having a pet elephant. You feed it, you feed it, you feed it, and then finally it just shits all over you. So, I'm gonna stick with it though. I don't, not because I want to, or I'm tenacious or persistent. I just don't have a choice at this point. I'm just too far in. It's like that book I've been talking about where it's a thousand pages long, but I'm 300 pages in. Once you're 300 pages into anything, you have to stick with it. You just have to. You're too far in. Pot committed. Do you have any? commentary over here. I hope that's not how you feel about our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> it is not. Hot, t- hot takes from left field. <laughs> how do you feel about sourdough bread? Um, I love it. We eat it with the Kerrygold Irish butter and a little bit of salt on top. And when the bread is just out of the oven and warm, it there's nothing... That tastes better, I think. All right. This is the encouragement I need. Also, uh, shout out slash hat tip to the Natterhorn for getting the Kerrygold butter into the mix. Um, for those who are not in the know, Kerrygold butter, it's the gold standard of butter made out of the homeland, Ireland. Uh, it is next level shiat. It is I wouldn't say it's really meant for baking, right? It's meant for like a true... On bread. On bread. Let's get down and enjoy. Okay. So yeah, the Kerrygold butter, game changer. Highly, highly recommend that. And then a slight game changer that I've been enjoying is... uh, It was your idea to sprinkle the salt on, which I like. But we have garlic salt, which I've been enjoying as well. So a little sprinkle of the garlic salt... You do the Kerrygold butter, a little garlic salt on the top, sit back, relax. That is it. Uh, So, I do love it, 
but I do wish I was a lot better at it. Got a little more consistency. Because basically, the torture is... There's multiple levels of torture because it's either the dough has been really terrible and I knew it was going to suck the whole time. So it's just kind of like a melancholy process the entire time through. I'm just in a bad mood for two days. But the another just absolute kick in the nuts has been I've had a couple times where the dough has been great. And then I put it in my cast iron and I burn the bottom of it. And it's like, I just put in 36 friggin' hours into this, and then in like five minutes, I burn the bottom. So, so it's a great time. Everybody should get into it. It's so much fun. Um, but yeah, I think that's all we have on tap for today. I am on my way to an 85-year-old birthday party. Uh, We're meeting up with the Natterhorn's grandfather. Uh, we we're like, oh. Just a heads up, like, you know, there's, like, a virus, social distancing, and he was basically like, uh, guy, I'm 85, like, I don't care. So, alright, I respect it. I mean, I've always said, once you turn 80, you are in absolute bonus time, you do whatever you want, wherever you want, however you want, so anybody over the age of 80, I respect you, and I will listen to you, um, because bonus time baby enjoy that so i hope everybody actually this pandemic is basically bonus time for everybody because everybody can do whatever they want right well actually you can't really do whatever you want right now but you got a lot of time on your hand you got a lot of bonus time so instead of like flipping out about everything being closed and crying because like your flight got canceled you can't go on vacation no one cares no one feels bad for you so just shut up and enjoy the time home all right that that that's it um, so yeah, anything that you had planned that got canceled, I don't care. I don't, I mean, I'll pretend to, but I don't feel bad for you. Stop crying. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. Um, you could be living in a hut in Africa, which actually someday sounds better than the bullshit we got to put up with, but keep that in mind. It's all about the perspective. Any final thoughts in Adderhorn? Uh, no, I think you summed it up well. We're going to enjoy a sourdough loaf pretty soon. Allegedly, we'll enjoy it as long as I don't burn it. So let's let's get a little outro here. I'm trying to get this studio down. Here we go. Hammond. <laughs>